electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. David Faber has the morning off. Bit of a back and forth on futures this morning. Got to bounce on some cooler than expected German inflation. But then final Q1 GDP consumption gets cut in half here, which explains some of the warnings today from McCormick and Bed Bath. Our roadmap begins with a pair of C-suite shuffles as both Bed Bath and Pinterest shake up their leadership teams. FedEx holding its first investor day in roughly a decade under its new chief. We've got some details. And then the cruise stocks getting crushed in the pre-market. Morgan Stanley cuts its target on Carnival and lays out a bear case of zero dollars. We'll start that with the markets following another failed attempt at a bounce. The S&P is a day away now from its worst first half of the year since 1970. Earlier this morning, Cleveland Fed President Mester said she'd back 75 in July if conditions remain the same. If conditions were exactly the way they were today going into that meeting, like if the meeting were today, I would be advocating 75 because I haven't seen the kind of numbers on the inflation side that I need to see in order to you know, think that we can go back to a 50 increase. I think getting interest rates up to that three to three and a half percent is really important that we do that and do it expeditiously and do it consistently as we go forward. So it's after that point where I think there's more uncertainty about how far we'll need to go in order to rein in inflation. Jim, she said that UMish was not a precipitating event for the last 75. And we're going to see what Powell says today at this ECB event. Oh, definitely. Look, I've got to tell you, this is one of those mornings where you see the Dow futures up and then you read the research. Everything's horrendous. You got people saying, listen, here's 27 Internet stocks should be down. Here's 22 semiconductor stocks should be down. The long knives are out for almost everyone. Bitcoin, just like, you know, we can't prop it up anymore. The, but the bed bath was benchmark. It may be the new brass standard. It was uh, down, you know, bed bath and beyond had uh, same store sales down 27%. Now, I will say this. There are very few companies in retail that have ever recovered from down 27% that have made it. And that's something you have to watch. I know they have a new CEO, uh, Sugo, and I do wish her the best of luck, but this is... It's almost never, you're never able to, almost never able to come back from that worse, that kind of same source. Yeah. Uh, as Jim said, uh, comps were uh, very low, big miss, revenue light. Gove says sharp fluctuations in purchasing patterns led to dislocations in sales and inventory. You look at at least the Q1 uh, revision to consumption, Jim, uh, we were at 3.1, we went to 1.8. This sort of says a lot. How could we be so wrong? Look, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I know that, that I, re- I really like Mester, and I've, I've called for 100 basis points. Things are happening faster than I thought here in terms of things falling apart. You said this yesterday. Yeah, Micron is going to report, I think, a really bad number. And uh, Micron is going to take down all the semis. 
uh, because people feel that they should be the same. They're not. There are many semis that are doing very different things. But uh, And I'm not saying that this is a, a wildfire. I am saying that there's no positive research except for maybe the banks. And even there, there's worries about credit risk. So uh, I'm, I'm not, we, we could be whistling past the graveyard. I mean, I, these are just really bad notes out today. And they're going to control. Uh, Jim's referring to a note out of uh, J.P. Morgan's uh, Doug, Doug Amuth. He cuts numbers on 26 Internet yeah. companies. Jeez. And you know them all. Airbnb, Uber, Dash, Meta, Google, Amazon, Netflix, Snap. 83% chance of recession in three years. He says all of our companies are at risk. Yeah, see, when I hear that, at least we're catching up. And, you know, the research had all been like, you know, I'm cutting my price target too, but I'm keeping it as a buy. Now we're starting to get to the nitty-gritty, Carl, where people don't want to be associated. They want to downgrade. Now, that will be part of a bottoming process. Like, I would love to see someone downgrade all the home builders. I mean, that's what you need. You need these analysts to, you know, to put up the flag. Uh, and it's got to happen before we get a bottom. They're not going to be right. They're not going to, like, cut the, you know, they're not going to downgrade at the bottom. They ought to downgrade now. Uh, and that, the, I've got to tell you, that was smart. The semi-calls were smart. Uh, Chris Stanley, whom I really like very much, City, he is saying things about Micron that basically make you say, you know, if you're along a semiconductor in the next 48 hours, good luck. Right. And I just think that these, these are very powerful calls. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jim's right. City takes Micron to 85. B of A takes NVIDIA to 220. Your point is that the, the street's catching up. The street's finally catching up negativity. Is that a, is a, a net positive? That, that's a net positive. Right. We needed to see that. Uh, it's just that it's, it's so brutal when you actually see it. But you need to see it. And when you see Bed Bath making the change at the top. Now, Pinterest, I don't know, because I've got Ben Silberman on tonight. There may be other reasons. But uh, you see that, and then you couple it with McCormick missing the numbers. I mean, it's a spice company. What is this? People decided they, they don't. The spice is life, right? Spice of life. Um, that was unbelievable. Thank heavens for General Mills. General Mills, Mills I knew oh, you were going to Oh, my God. It. It's like thank heavens for Cheerios. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Pet food. Uh, General Mills does beat by 11. Uh, uh, actually, a nice little div hike, 6%. Uh, but you're right. McCormick cuts the guide in <laughs> what is a classic defensive staple. Uh, it, it, McCormick, I have McCormick on all the time. And it is a fantastic company. But, you know, when you... Everyone has supply chain. Look at that thing. Now, it's got a very high multiple, uh, so that's going to be hurt. I'm just seeing for every one positive, I've got three negative. Now, it's, I, you don't want to get ahead of that and say, well, that's how the bottom, that's why you're at the bottom. It's part of the bottoming process, but it's so painful. You know, you got the commodity stocks rolled over first. Now you're having tech. People are still hiding in finance, and they're hiding in healthcare. Although healthcare, some of those stocks were down badly yesterday off of inflation. But I, I like I see the futures and I say, well, what do they know? And I'm thinking maybe they're maybe they don't know anything. I do want to get your take on yesterday's price action because we came into oh, the week so talking horrible. about quarter end and rebalancing and a bounce. Um, Mark Newton, a well-known technician, says yesterday's actually said it was the reversal on Nike that could lead to new lows. And he says this rally looks complete for now. You agree? Uh, I don't know. My my friend Larry Williams, who's a really great market historian, says don't write off the rally. And I'm with him. The cycle positive is right here. But let's talk about the Nike, because we spent a lot of time on that last night. There was a moment in the Nike call where the CFO said, these supply problems, they could last for years. And I so much want a do-over. I want him to come on and say, you know, like, remember when Superman, they sent the world back eight seconds? Oh, he spun moment? around the world. One of my yes, favorite yes. moments. We need him to take that back, because uh, it, you just can't hear that everything that went wrong is going to go wrong for a long time. Uh, 
you know, it's funny, Bed, Bed Bath used to be largely American sourced. But the new CEO came in and said, you know what, we're going to source it from overseas, save a lot of money. Well, it, it just seems like in the middle of the Pacific is, is just a gigantic amount of inventory for everything. And it, it's just not the right time. I mean, maybe you buy Ollie's here. I am a member of Ollie's army. It's the only army I feel is secure at this very moment uh, because uh, Ollie's going to get so much stuff from from Target, from Bed Bed Bath is a disaster. I mean, no, the, the conference call is one of those. With, I used to work with Larry Kudlow. No, he does work for another network. And I, when I was his partner, if he really wanted to eviscerate someone, he would say, with all due respect. respect. And boy, you got some with all due respects in that conference yeah, call. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was like Homelander, you know, just phew. Um, by the way, well, you mentioned Bed Bath, and we might as well mention some shakeups in the C-suite. Bed Bath replacing oh, Dollar CEO. Tree. Mark Tritton, as Jim said, effective immediately. Company's board does announce Sugov, an independent director on the board as interim CEO. He also got Pinterest, who Jim has tonight. Yes, uh, yes. Ben Silverman uh, stepping down, transitioning to the newly created post of executive chair. He'll be replaced by Google executive Bill Reddy. That's a great, that's a great heart. Yep. And then, that, by the way, we also got this week new CFOs at McDonald's, new CFOs at Otis. I guess, is there an army of executives who have no interest in this new period? Otis and McDonald's are doing quite well, so I really got to spend some time on those. Uh, Dollar Tree, it looks like the coup. Um, Top four officers other than the CEO go. Uh, Geez, you know, McDonald's is doing so well. We got an upgrade today. Yeah, Atlantic today. Atlantic said, and that was a great, you know, this, this is the stable character in this period. Very interesting that Pinterest is up because that I could not believe that they got that person from Google. Very high level. And I'll have, one, I'll have Ben on tonight. You know, ben, Ben's a founder. Ben Silverman. He's a founder, Nebraska guy, really terrific. Uh, gets into a business that is really kind of a happy business. And then, it, and then you get into the pandemic, and it's got great recipes. Like, I, went, I made something once from Pinterest. I made, like, I, I boiled an egg. It was incredible. It had me, boy, you put the water in. A little salt. I, I knew everything after that. But now, you know, people are going out again, and there's a travel section of Pinterest, but they don't, you know, the hobbyists, no one's got any hobbies with X, X, uh, yeah. uh, this COVID. They're just all going out. Yeah. You know, Bed Bath's market cap, Jim, is, is half a billion dollars. No, then they bought back stock again. They have 88 million, goes to 79 million. They, they have four, they, they had negative 400 million in cash flow. They, they don't have, you know, they got a credit line, but. Uh, so they what, don't have an, enough money. At what to, point do they mean. just mean less, right? At what point are they less of an overall tell because of the, they're small? Uh, well, do you know that last week David Faber said, I don't want you talking about it. It's too small. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like, uh, frankly, it's a little bit irrelevant. But that said, it was a big chain. And it's going to resonate uh, if something really goes wrong. Now, I was at their... They're a terrific store, uh, like around 18th Street. You can't have this go under. You can't have this go back. I mean, it's big. It, the sales are small, but the fact is, is that it's very visible. And you know, you're starting to put together some things where people are saying, you know what? Not every, not everything's going to make it here. The carnival conference, the, co- the carnival call. I mean, when you see that bear case zero, it's a Morgan Stanley hallmark. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, bear case minus five. I always say that one of the great things about stocks is they stop at zero. I mean, I think this guy wanted to take it to minus seven. He really did. He was itching. Carnival, I'm going minus seven. But he couldn't do it because it's just the, the law of stocks. Yes. But that piece was so bad. And it talked about the big increase in, in uh, interest costs. 
So, I mean, we got some calls that are really negative. Uh, Sue Go, by the way, was a golfsmith. Here's the former CEO of Golfsmith, 2000, this is a bad, bad, 2008 to 2014. She was not affiliated with the bankruptcy of Golfsmith. Right. Well, on, on Carnival, thing, though, so. you're not disputing that there are companies that, even with all the aid from COVID, got over leveraged, right? Yes, but and, I think. And are susceptible to demand shocks. But Frank Del Rio's got a cruise from Reykjavik to Amsterdam. I mean, I think this is, uh, uh, it is going to be something. I even approached my wife with it because it is going to be, I mean, we're talking about uh, Katy Perry. Put me on it. Really? Yeah. Uh, my wife was actually interested in it. Uh, Katy's got a lot to say. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah fascinating. And I don't want to put, I, I think that Frank Del Rio's got the best balance sheet, Norwegian cruise. My daughter went on a fantastic Norwegian cruise a few years ago. Um, there is... They have a younger demo, which is why I shouldn't go. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the demo of anybody. We've talked about the, the Kramer cruise I, I, in look, the past. I, I wanted to go on this one, but it, I didn't get enough notice. This is at the end of August, yeah. and that's, that's ahead of garden season. Oh, yeah, you gotta, you got to tend to the garden. By yeah. the way, uh, Barclays does initiate at least RCL overweight. So I know. Thank not, heavens. Not all bad. That was good. And, gentlemen, can we get some Cheerios? Yeah. I need that because there's no long knives out for Cheerios. <laughs> what do they got there? Who else they got besides the Cheerios? Honey nut, butter, General, whatever. Uh, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Lucky Charms. Yeah, yeah. I always love that. I always ate the charms yes, and left course. the rest of the stuff away. My mom said, you got to eat the other stuff. It's good for you. None uh, of it was good uh, for you. The, None of it. Uh, just a big kid is what you are. Do you Jim. remember when we were so poor that we had to eat that syrup dole, you know, the fruit cocktail? <laughs> of course. And you would just eat the maraschino cherry. <laughs> and then your mom made tang and said, listen, just tell, tell kids at the school that it was good enough for the astronauts. Pop-Tarts, Tang, oh. and, um, yeah, and, and, was, and, and Hungry Man. Yeah, and how about, and Hungry Man. And how about those Elio's Pizza on Saturday night for celebration? My ma had me fooled. My ma had me thinking that we were like, I don't know, like hedge fund billionaires. <laughs> Jim, you're a hedge fund billionaire. Here's a slice of Elio's. Uh, Jim's right. We'll uh, we'll watch to see if General Mills can get anybody anybody some traction today. We'll also talk some FedEx holding its first investor day in a decade. New CEO at the helm. Uh, some new fiscal 25 targets as futures have uh, hung in there and are uh, maintaining some action to the upside near session highs. Back in a moment. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Globally, you know, China uh, went through a shutdown in the April-May time frame. Now they're back on, back on track. Uh, and the manufacturing is back. Uh, Europe is in relatively worse shape because of all, all the pressures of uh, fuel, inflation, interest rates. 
and the geopolitical issues there, and then U.S. is somewhere in the middle. Uh, on the U.S. side, the, you know, the consumers are spending, but they're spending more on uh, services versus goods. So we have factored these things into our calculus. Uh, we are, the, the good news for FedEx is our network is so vast, they're we able to flex up or down depending upon, depending upon the volume levels. That's the CEO of FedEx, Raj Subramaniam, last hour on Squawk, the company holding its first investor day in a decade. Jim, some of these EPS Kager targets uh, to fiscal 25, 14, 19 percent. Frank did a fantastic job. And I left, uh, listened to that interview and I said to myself, here's a company that is now in control of its destiny. I was always a Fred Smith fan because he's a great economy. He created something fabulous. But this uh, gem right now where they've got Europe fixed, he really left... Uh, it, you know, I've got to tell you that Raj got a good hand. He left him so that Europe is good now with TNT. You heard they, they, can, they can switch the services. I was with, uh, with Slipsky, Adam Slipsky yesterday. You know, he was with Amazon Web Services, and they clearly did overbuild, all right? They, that was their mistake. But e-commerce is still strong. So it's one of the few things that is strong right now, and I think FedEx is going to have a great year. So is it a bet on global growth? Reaccelerating in the back half? It's, it's a bet on them being in charge of their destiny. I've always felt that they weren't. I always felt that they were, at one time or another, going to get beaten by whatever was thrown at them. Now I think that they know how to regulate. Uh, the cost structure is going to go down. Uh, this is one of the few stocks during this period that I can say I like it because they've just gotten very good. So can it, uh, can it take over the uh, action versus UPS? Well, UPS, Carol Tomei just got a very good contract with the union. Uh, now, the last quarter wasn't nearly as bad as people think it was. I, I, I happen to think that this idea that everybody's now into services, I think that's a, that's a summer thing. Hey, by the end of the summer, they're going to run out of money because I listened to Phil LeBeau. And if I have to hear about one more jammed airline with prices that are so jacked up, eventually people are going to start taking a car. By the way, I mean, who doesn't know someone whose flight wasn't canceled? Uh, Delta just made it easier to change your flights this weekend because it's things are going to be tight Fourth of July weekend. Well, I mean, I just think that people are, are tired of overpaying and then not getting. Now, I I had Spirit on last night. Now, if you think it's bad now, you think that Jet blew by Spirit. I mean, they admit they're going to shut down plane, planes. I mean, the only cheap airlines uh, airfare in the whole country is New York to West Palm. And that's because there's so much competition. And that, I, I, I am adamant that, that that idea that JetBlue could win on this is, it, it, it's almost laughable. Almost laughable. Uh, we'll talk more about the airlines, especially, uh, you know, uh, wholesale gas is 50 cents off the highs. And maybe you know, do we start getting some relief uh, this I do, summer? Look, commodity relief, but we got to have, like, what Ken Langone said is you're getting commodity relief, Jim, because we're getting a recession. We can't have that happen. We have to have commodity relief and then soft landing. Jay is the man. Uh, Powell is making some does, does, remarks right now. Does Jay Powell not look like 10 years older? I mean, you know, I got to send him some of that hair care for men. I love this guy, okay, in person. But this thing's getting to him. It's getting him, and we need, he needs our support. Uh, we got a big back half of the year still ahead. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash and countdown to the opening bell. Don't go away. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom, and supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. <laughs> 
Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, Supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Getting some remarks from uh, Fed Chair Powell at this ECB event. He does say there are pathways to get back to 2% inflation, but that pathway has gotten narrower. Last few months have made the Fed's job more challenging. Uh, hopes that growth can remain positive, says households overall in a strong state. And the same is true for business, that the economy can withstand some of these monetary policy moves. We'll see how that moves the market as the opening bell is coming up in about six minutes. Time for Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell. He's watching Goldman. Yeah, well, thank heavens. I mean, this is just a very big call. It's from Bank of America, say, upgrade to buy Goldman, buying protection against the coming storm. Goldman has always done very well in this level of volatility. Now, if you remember in the last quarter, Goldman said, look, if business slows, we will take action in the divisions that slows. I remember when I was at Goldman, like they closed a division because it did poorly. It was like those people just were suddenly out. Uh, it looks like that Goldman will take care of whatever business is bad, improve returns. I really like this call because in this moment where Goldman trades at a ridiculously low price earnings multiple, uh, it may be a buy. A buy here at Goldman at 300. Here. Yeah. I mean, I'd like, to, I'd like to see it back to where it was like 280. But, you know, when we're seeing every semi trade down, drug stocks trade down, some of the bank stocks, this Goldman piece is very good. Uh, comes like on the it. heels of a diff hike in the neighborhood of 25%. Uh, the Morgan's, yeah, the Morgan Stanley, no one talked about that. The buyback was gigantic. Uh, and they blew some dividend. But I like the Goldman dividend. You're absolutely right. And David Solomon's doing quite well. Uh, I think that he's underrated. Uh, I think that people uh, don't understand that he can, uh, that he's a good operator. And I am going, I think people are going to be very impressed with this quarter. Uh, is it necessary to make moves on the consumer business, I mean, They've, oh, they got to cut the yeah, losses. The losses billion-dollar losses. I, I've made some critical comments about that uh, because I really think that it's time to say, you know, Fisher cut bait. But they, they think the losses aren't that big. Uh, but I just say, listen, Goldman, go back to being Goldman. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, obviously, it's been uh, quite a week for the banks given it's all the capital. It's been amazing, and, and everyone's so negative. But that group is a is a keystone group, and I really like it. I'm, I'm struggling not to be too negative. I really am. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, as you said, a lot of the research today is is yeah. on the cutting mode. Yeah. Uh, cutting numbers, I mean, cutting I'm going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond tonight, and I'm going to buy like 400,000 towels. Well, I, I was going to say, we did get one upgrade of Ulta as Ray, J, Ray J goes to Strong I know. Buy. I was at Ulta last week. I mean, Ulta's great looking. They got really good MAC, Mac. You can surprise, you know, spouses out there. You can surprise people. The prices for Estee Lauder stuff, it's killer. 
Ulta Beauty is killer. I don't need, by the way, the beauty parlor. Yeah, because I can just... <laughs> you just, like, yeah. track trials? I, I, I give myself a $20 <laughs> tip when I'm finished. Uh, Jim, we're going to keep uh, our eye on, as you said, uh, a lot of chips. Not just the Micron call today, uh, but... Uh, we're watching a Qualcomm, the news yesterday about but, whether or not you supply Apple for a little know. bit longer. I mean, I, I went right to, to, um, to Christian Amon, the C CEO, and I said, listen, what do you think? And you know, look, I'm obviously not going to get into information. Just nothing. Crickets. And, and if, if, they get, if they can maintain that, co that contract, uh, then someone's going to say, well, Apple doesn't have as much business. That's wrong. Plus, what time is Dan Ives on today? <laughs> On, on chips? No, on our network, whatever. I mean, uh, we're talking, is, he, is he really on? I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, but, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think Apple is going to be not good, all right? But I think that I have to be one of 337 million people in America who know it's not going to be that, that good. It's going to open flat, at least according to the pre-market. Let's get the opening bell in the CNBC real-time exchange. The big board, it is IBM celebrating its uh, finance internship program with West Point and at the NASDAQ, the Center for LGBTQ and Gender Studies and Religion at the Pacific School of Religion in Berkeley, California. Uh, Intel, Jim, speaking of chips, is going to be one to watch. Digitime says they're reportedly cutting prices of some processors on a faster deceleration in PC yeah, demand. Now, let's understand, that immediately brought down AMD. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I know Pat pretty well, uh, Pat Gelsinger, the CEO. This low end is really not important. When I spoke to Lisa Sue about it two weeks ago, she said, if you think this controls our, the mosaic of our business, you're dead wrong. I mean, Xilinx has really helped AMD to be able to move far away from this. This, is very, this may even be mid-single digi mid digits now. Uh, and by the way, I mean, I've been working with NVIDIA on some really interesting stuff on the Internet of Things. If you're selling all these down because of Intel, you're going to end up you're going to end up getting uh, hit upside the head. They're going to go down there and give you the business because there is no way that the SMH should control every single semi. And NVIDIA it, it down here is as absurd, perhaps, as it was up at 300. I was thinking about uh, JPM this morning. They write a note saying a lot of questions from people about AMD weakness. And that's just, I, I was with Lisa Sue 10 and, days and, ago. And they say from a positioning standpoint, Intel would be down more if anyone owned it. But alas, they don't. It's gotten to be, it's Boy, gotten to that point. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, Pat Gelsinger is busy where I had Secretary Raimondo from Commerce. He's really busy trying to get more plants in Ohio. Uh, it, but he, he is trying to introduce the, um, the mobile eye. IPO. And that's ready to go the moment we think. But of course, obviously, the IPO market is completely closed. But I, I bridle at the AMD linkage. Uh, and Marvell linkage is, is quite wrong. Marvell is 5G, uh, and, and this is not 5G. Marvell is high performance computing, which we should know from Andy, ja from Andy Jassy telling Adam Solipsky, my had on yesterday, high performance computing is really good still. Uh, these should not trade together. They do. Uh, Mark Murphy from Marvell, when he was on, I mean, his business has got nothing to do with Intel's, nothing. But they trade, wow, Marvell's chart is really horrible. Uh, it's like Mariana's trench from yeah. Everson. Yeah. But I, I just think that the idea that all these companies trade together is ludicrous. But the ETFs are very powerful. Uh, overall, the opening action, Jim, is sort of uh, echo of recent days. A lot of energy and a lot of defense, right? Uh, right. Some defensive consumer names. General Mills is going to lead you, Kroger. But then Exxon, Pepsi, 
Uh, Hormel. <laughs> right. Hormel yeah. had a not great quarter. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, I have to hand it to General Mills. I mean, you know, they were down and out, and they've really made a comeback. And McCormick, by the way, is only down three. Lawrence Curtius is getting the respect of people. This is a 26 multiple. So uh, the defensive stocks are winning today. Kroger and, and Cisco are doing so well. Uh, Cisco, which is the company that pro- provides restaurants with food, uh, they've got a fantastic C- CEO. And I just think that they are doing everything right. Uh, and the restaurant businesses are surprisingly doing much better than I would have thought. Uh, they have Kevin uh, Hurricane, which is distinguished from Hurricane Diamond. Who really presage? And when you go back to when Jamie Dimon invoked the hurricane, oh yes, you wish he had kind of just invoked a, you know, storm. Yes, storm he's front. Like a, he's storm into front. weather metaphors: tempest in a teapot. Yeah, uh, he, he's got hurricane. I'm going to have to get to him. He's got to chop. He really has to drop those. He has to switch more to like sports metaphors. Right. You know? Jim, uh, no market, playoffs. I mean, I'm play. market is not rewarding paychecks as beat. Or yeah, which is ridiculous. Or it's a pretty strong guide. Yeah, you know, look, I'm going to have Marty Musi on tonight, and we're going to change that entire narrative. So those who are selling this, why don't you listen to the show tonight? Let's see what they say, uh, because I thought it was a darn good quarter, but maybe the guy's not as strong as I'd like. But I, I urge people to look at how that stock is done over a three-year period, not over a six-month period. And I think you'd see that it's really rather remarkable. And you do have 2.74% yield. Uh, we have to hear what they say about small business. I mean, things are things are going very fast here, Carl. I, you know what? I, when I when I talked to, to Slipsky from Amazon Web Services, I got the feeling that those who are selling Amazon off of retail, they've got web services. Web services could save their quarter. So you look at what, what anything retail that has something else cooking is good. Uh, anything just flat out retail, not so good. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you noticed in the FT, uh, Chanos saying the data center rates <sighs> yes. are his new short. Wow. Because well. the likes of AWS, Microsoft, Google, when they want to uh, design their no- new center, it's to their own specifications. Amazon has way too many. Uh, he, Prologis is the best in that group. I, 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 look, I, I like Chanos. I thought, I thought this was a very rigorous, very rigorous data. There's too many data centers. The Brits spelled data centers wrong. But then again, they are logards as far as I'm concerned. Color, centers. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? I mean, they make so many spelling errors. Uh, but that, that's his point. Uh, the, the, although the overall cloud, the pie is growing, uh, the cloud itself is their enemy. Well, look, I mean, Amazon was so abject about how terrible their quarter was that let's just, I mean, they did say it. Listen, we overbuilt. They really genuinely believe what happens, what happens to America if this pandemic continues. Uh, so let's build out for that. And uh, Adam said to me, look, I, we do it again. I mean, we're doing it a little bit, you know, doing it very patriotically. I know people don't think of oh, Amazon, but they were. They were very concerned about our country. Uh, and I, I, I continue to believe that that's a buy. My travel trust owns. We sold some higher. I, I hated selling any. We bought it when President Trump said that the post office contract was bogus. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was a good time to buy it. I mean, Retrospect. Uh, Jim, Bitcoin trying to recover uh, 20K today. Well, you see MicroStrategy? Uh, Mike, yeah, Sailor uh, tweets that they bought uh, an additional um, 480 Bitcoin. Now that they got a total 130K Bitcoin average price of 30,006. Yeah, he's underwater on that. Yeah. Kind of Titanic like there. But, uh, but stubbornly consistent. Oh, yeah, he's stubborn. It's just great. He's more, uh, uh, you yeah, know, he's uh, kind of a, a dead wake. Maybe a dead weight situation. 
Uh, and then, Very good book. And then we're reporting that uh, Three Arrows uh, has been asked to liquidate. Yeah, how do you like that? We got all these blocked withdrawals at Celsius. And yet they hold this thing at 20. Now, who's doing that? Is that J.P. Morgan? I mean, I'm sorry, Sam uh, Bank, Bank, Bankman-Free. I mean, is he holding it there? Like, it's like, it's like Atlas, you know? <laughs> uh, or it, it's like Atlas. Or it could be Prometheus. <laughs> we don't know whether it's this, but... Exactly. Right? We don't know. Well, it's funny. We had Scott Minard on Closing Bell yesterday afternoon. You were on Closing Bell. Yes. You, I can't that you were on nine hours yesterday. Yep. I don't know how you do it. And, and Minard uh, said Bitcoin to 8K. And, and his larger point yeah, was about the Fed and the degree to which they may or may not eventually break something. I don't know if we have that bit of sound. Take a listen. The bottom line is until we see some amount of panic here uh, or something that, that gets the, the uh, central bankers concerned, uh, they are just, uh, excuse the expression, hell-bent to get inflation under control. It was such a good interview. It was so good. You know, we were spellbound. We all stopped and watched. And uh, I said, I thought that was, a, that was a really strong point that he made. That was just such a great interview, Carl. Right. And I really felt that, yeah, I mean, maybe we need that level of panic, and we haven't had it. Yeah. Uh, that said... Um, it's very easy to see it happening when Mike Brown reports a bad quarter and everybody who didn't realize that the semis are weak just goes to town and hammers them. And after that, they really want to look at things because if they get inflation under control, look, we seem to have forgotten that China opened up. Uh, Shanghai Disney, we didn't even talk about Bob Chapek yet. Uh, not Chapek, uh, they're going to open museums, movie theaters, indoor sports, all f- beginning Friday. Right. Young China's at a three-month high. Yeah, I mean, look, China's coming back. So, I mean, we've got China coming back. We don't really have anything definitive. Russia, you know, Ru- Russia, Ukraine, we don't know what's going on no. there. We know the Aero environment had a soft quarter, which surprises me because they've got the switchblade drone. Uh, but they had supply chain problems, um, and also just weaker orders. But China, I mean, I, I reiterate that Starbucks seems very interesting here. Uh, Maersk had an update this morning saying that the Shanghai ports are operating well. Uh, Labor Secretary Walsh says your port workers deal appears to be coming along. Look, I think Walsh is a, maybe Walsh, look, you got Walsh doing that. You got Secretary Armando maybe getting the, the $52 billion to be able to do the, the semi. I mean, there's some things going right uh, and I don't want to overlook the fact that China is going right. It's a big change. So let's not forget it. Uh, let's dig into JPEG just a bit. Um, sure. W- was it a surprise that th- this board it, support? Those who... God, AMD's down so much. Uh, those who are um, close to this would say absolutely not. Uh, there are some huge shareholders, a big shareholder on the board who's in favor. Um, there's a lot of people who are sick of the sniping, the backbenching. People who don't like what JPEG's doing, uh, I think that JPEG uh, runs the most important. What came from theme parks? That's it. You know theme parks as the iconic portion. Uh, let's get away from just viewing this thing as Disney Plus. If they reinstate the dividend and fix that balance sheet next year from how it was destroyed by Fox, we're all going to say, why didn't we buy the stock? JPEG, by the way, from. Um, from Becky Quick's hometown, found that out this morning. Is that true? Yeah, I thought not necessarily a reason to buy it, but um, <laughs> I do. And he didn't go with my. There was nothing about my Texas, New Mexico theme park, all which was time. disappointing. All that was disappointing. Christine McCarthy likes likes him. I, I happen to think that. I mean, I, I've I've met Chapek several times, and I think that what people don't realize is you don't want to get into the business of owning a theme park 
the moment that a giant pandemic comes on where you can't be with other people. And I think he's done a remarkable job. Uh, I think that you should give him the benefit of the doubt. Three years seems right to me. You've long talked about it as maybe the only name, if you had to pick one, that you'd buy for your kids. I Do, still that feel changed? that way. Does that change? No. I mean, my kids can't unstop. My kid, my kid, well, now my kids aren't kids. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. For say. But I, buy I your really, own they Disney. Well, they, they know I have a show, thank heavens. Unlike everybody, my wife, um, others who were with me for quite a long time, um, my like. Uh, but I do think that, that Disney is the kind of thing that is, is Disney and McDonald's were the two. And then McDonald's, I kind of discovered that it wasn't that good for you, but I still like it. These are ones that Disney is not going away. It's not. But these people keep selling it as if it doesn't matter. Oh, that's a mistake. Uh, Jim, uh, Tesla, uh, I think down about three. We do have these reports of they're closing the San Mateo office, uh, some layoffs in the autopilot unit. Uh, Goldman today does reiterate a buy. Um, as the car business, Jim, I don't know, Toyota just missed their production target for the third straight month. Well, um, and then Goldman also had some negative things to say about the uh, rest of autos. And, and this is part, part and parcel with how you get a bottom. Now everybody thinks that Musk is like, not doing that well, saying some bad things about GM. You know, I, can we just, just admit for one moment that GM is an inexpensive stock at four times earnings? Obviously, they're not going to make the numbers. Uh, AMD had an analyst meeting two weeks ago, okay, well, now three weeks ago, uh, where they reiterated uh, guidance, and it's now down uh, 20 points. So, I mean, the negativity is really building, Carl. It's really building. And that's important for a bottom, but we don't have it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, because investors are trying to do the calculus of at least household balance sheet support. Your friend Doug Cass thinks that there's so much untapped equity in homes that there's ballast for any further weakness in the economy later this well, year. Well, look, the consumer is strong, but the consumer has to deal with the 401k, now the high-end consumer, 401k. Uh, I, I'm glad Doug's saying that. I, I think the consumer is the strongest part of the economy, but I'm worried about enterprise. I'm worried about Europe. I'll do some work on the enterprise later with, uh, with NVIDIA. Uh, but I do think that when you see that the General Mills is the strongest, that's not necessarily a sign of a great economy. Right. We remember we remember the darkest days of the pandemic where it was Hershey, Kroger, General Mills, Wasn't just incredible? in a rotating pattern. By the way, Hershey leading. has still done great. And uh, I think that, you know, that's it. You know, really the only companies is Hershey and then there's uh, M&M Mars, which is private. Uh, and that's really it. I mean, like the chocolate business is not, well, you got Cadbury, but, you know, it's an outlier. I, I just, I'm watching this market like a hawk because, like, I see Apple up today. And I'm like saying, okay, who's buying Apple? Who, given the fact that everything we hear is negative, and, and so I think some people want to get ahead of uh, a bottom of, of, of what could be a the crescendo, and that's a mistake. Wait for the crescendo. Just wait for the crescendo. We'll and, get it. Yeah, and, and you don't think that, I mean, when people talk about 3,500 sort of median drawdowns in bear markets, you don't, you don't discount that entirely, or do you? No, I can't because you have Mester saying, look, we can go 75, and yet we also have de uh, deflation in so many different places. Uh, so I, I, I'm not saying it's a perilous moment. I am saying that it's not a bullish moment. And people who are just kind of opening, you know, like, that could be down 3% today. No one said a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We've gotten used to Actually, we just had our 14th 2% drop of the year yeah, yesterday I mean, on the S&P. These are really, I mean, you know, I really want to come back to Marvell. Marvell had an amazing quarter. Uh, raised numbers across the board, sales and earnings. High-performance computing, doing amazing. That's uh, web services. Uh, 5G still selling well. And this stock goes down... 
almost every day. Well, it reminds me, as we, we'll get to Bob Bassani in a second here, but it reminds me of Ackman's tweets again today that the reason confidence is so weak is not because of the economy, it's because of inflation. And like you, arguing for the Fed to just put the hammer on inflation Do it. and you get confidence. Get us back. done. I mean, look, I don't want this market just to be led by Mondelez, which also has good chocolate and, and cookies and, uh, and, and General Mills and Hershey. That's those bad leadership. We don't want that kind of leadership. Uh, for, it is the kind of leadership we have, though, for now. 3803. Uh, let's get to Bob Bassani. Morning, Bob. Uh, just in positive territory, barely on the Dow Jones Industrial, Carl. S&P still down 17 points here. Uh, let's take a look at the sectors. Again, same thing as yesterday. You know, do you really want energy to be leading? Oil at 113. Oil is a, a proxy uh, for inflation. So if you're Hoping for some amelioration on inflation, the answer is no. You don't want to see energy leading. Consumer staples, healthcare defensive groups, and as Jim mentioned, the semis getting hit hard here. Skyworks, NVIDIA, Teradyne, all on the weak side. A lot of discussion about cost issues on the earnings reports today. You're going to hear this a lot when the earnings come in in the second half. McCormick, had a, they cut their outlook, but they talked about higher costs and supply chain issues. General Mills had a pretty good report, actually, uh, but they talked about double-digit inflation. Bed Bath & beyond was just a complete disaster. That's down big. But they talked about steep inflation and they used the phrase fluctuations in purchasing patterns. Interesting phrase there. Uh, so a lot of discussion. You're going to hear this a lot about cost issues. Uh, we're going to have the second half. We're going into the second half in the next couple of days. There's two big trends in earnings that are very obvious to me. Number one is the S&P earnings estimates are up 10 percent this year. There is no recession built into the earnings models right now of, of most of these uh, analysts. Number two is a lot of this profit growth that we're hearing about this year is actually emanating from one sector, and that's oil companies. It's good to be an oil company. Is it a lot? You aren't going to go a whole career without seeing earnings estimates that are this high or oil estimates this high. Just take a look at what these companies are reporting here. Exxon is going to have an almost 100 percent increase in, it, in its earnings uh, estimates here. So the important thing is today, January 1st, estimates were up 8%. Now it's up 10%. So why is this important? Because in a typical recession, earnings decline about 20%. So the analysts are not pricing in any recession at all in their earnings estimates that would be typical to see here. Meantime, I want to mention this oil company's numbers. You, you're going to go your whole career without seeing numbers like this. Year-over-year -year estimates for these companies, they're just gushing cash, gushing profits. Exxon 100%. I'm talking, these are 2022 numbers, not the quarter. Occidental 300, Chevron 100, Conoco 150, EOG almost 100. These are amazing numbers, and this is what's pushing up the overall aggregate estimates for the S&P 500. Now, this is not true of a lot of other companies. There are sectors that are seeing estimates actually decline from the beginning of the year, particularly consumer discretionary and communication services. So look at some big names out there, like Amazon. And these are 22 overall estimates right now for the, for the analysts for these companies, down 77%. Meta down 16%. Starbucks down 11%. Netflix down 3%. These are in two specific sectors here, consumer discretionary and communication services. But you get the point here. It's oil companies, and then there's some other companies on the far end that are really big, like Amazon and Meta, that are seeing rather significant declines in their earnings estimates. So it's not a smooth picture uh, that we're actually seeing. Meantime, and I completely agree with you, Jim, about this. It's really good. Finally, somebody like J.P. Morgan comes 
up and start saying, we're cutting our estimates. That's what we start. We need to start happening. Not necessarily they're imminently pricing in a recession, but get a little more realistic on the numbers. So Jim was talking about this and Carl also earlier about J.P. Morgan cutting estimates on 26 Internet names here. They're modestly down here right now. But the important thing is that process has started. And Carl, I think you're going to see it accelerate in the next couple of months. Exactly Back to right. you. Exactly right. Wow. Perfect analysis. Bob, appreciate happen. that. Uh, Bob Pisani. As we go to break, let's take a look at bonds today. You got yields down now across the board. Uh, see how Treasuries are faring. Interesting question to Powell just now about whether or not he might over tighten. Is he right to worry about that? Powell says, is there a risk we would go too far? Certainly there is a risk, but the bigger risk is that we would fail to restore price stability. 10 year 316. We're back in a moment. Carnival's going to lead the S&P lower today. We mentioned this note out of Morgan Stanley uh, reiterating an underweight and this zero dollar bear case looking at the debt that's coming due in the coming years, saying that the 20 billion in debt would imply the need for a 12 billion dollar equity raise. That said, a bit of a whipsaw here right at the open. We were down at the open. Dow's now up 200 points. Incredible. We'll stop trading with Jim in a minute. It's time for Jim to stop trading. Well, you know, David sometimes asks me, what's the key to this market? And I will say it's Nike. Nike bounced off of 101. Now it is up. Nike had, again, if they had not dropped that bomb, that there could be problems, multi-year problems on the, on the on transport, the stock would not be down like it was yesterday. And given the fact of what we heard from Maersk, I'm a little more optimistic than Nike. Again, I want a do-over. I think that he would not have said that if he realized that there's hope at all from the mayors. Right. Unfortunately, there's only three real carriers, and they all, I sense that they all kind of talk to each other. Yeah, uh, don't tell the White House. So no, they got, no, got no, or the Department of Justice, uh, you know, uh, Jonathan Kanner, Antitrust, who, by the way, I don't think would really be in love with that uh, uh, that sprint tie-up yes. on the JetBlue. Yep. It, it, just, it, does, it just doesn't, We're given gonna, the fact that the body of work that he's done has said that he will quash any deal like that. You no. said that. So tonight, it sounds like a great show. I got I have paychecks, which is really important because, you know, we got to find out whether there's still people are still hiring. And then Ben Silberman uh, handing off to Bill Reddy. I have loved Ben. I'm, I think Ben created a site that is wholesome and terrific, and I want to see if Bill Reddy can make more money from it. Uh, we look forward to that, Jim. Yes, thank you so we much. We'll see you tonight. Uh, good work this morning. Thank uh, you. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to stay on top of the markets, uh, swirling around a bit. Dow's up 148. We're still in the low 3,800s and on the S&P 3825. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.